Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. And I'm Valerie Comer. And we have today. Yeah, I was gonna say I should just start saying I'm here with my three co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. Penny is so cute. Yeah. So today is our recent reads episode the ccr we've been reading recently just for fun and um i always like these episodes and i forgot to start our little timer now i'm talking now i've got it started so um i always i always enjoy these um and fill my what i want to read next list up even more than it already does <laughs> <laughs> that result sometimes yeah. For sure. yeah so be it it's not a bad problem to have so um I'm going to go first this time, I think. Um, just that way Valerie doesn't steal my first book because I she's probably read it too. So, <laughs> uh, And the first book I'm going to talk about is Gareth by Kimberly Ray Jordan. Uh, she has- On my Kindle, but I haven't oh, read it yet. Oh, I beat you. Excellent. You did. Um, well done. <laughs> she has finished up her New Hope Falls series. And so this is the first book in a new series- and I didn't write down what the series name is. It's just, is it just the town name? I feel like it's just the town name. Um, I don't know. I don't remember, but I, I, nobody cares probably because we don't care about the series names, generally speaking, right? Kimberly um, cares. Yeah, well, Kimberly cares, yes. Um, anyway, so it is um, siblings, Gareth being one of the brothers of siblings, and the heroine is Aria, and she has... Uh, been sort of down on her luck her mother died um, and that she she only had her mother and then her mother died and that sort of sent her for a tailspin she also was broken up with like when her mother got ill and then her mother died shortly thereafter so like she's been in a tailspin and she's a nurse um, and she uh, tried to handle her grief through alcohol and uh, got called in on an, well, I'm kind of spoiler alerting here. Anyway, there was a problem. I'm going to stop that. <laughs> so she lost her job and she's been trying, she's been waiting tables and trying to make ends meet while she tries to get her life back together. Um, and so her friend, Janessa, who she met at nursing school, um, hires her to come to the family clinic in this small town. I want to say it's like standpoints or something um it's in Idaho Idaho yeah um and uh come be the receptionist at not a nurse even though she is a licensed nurse but come be the receptionist at their uh family small town clinic um which Aria is all for and it includes room and board or at least room because like uh Janessa and another sister share a house and there's another bedroom so she can rent that bedroom and and live with that um and the two brothers gareth and, and his remember, mother. Uh, yeah the other brother <laughs> are sort of not on board necessarily with hiring aria but they're desperate to have a receptionist um and of course because this is how it goes and it's named after gareth you can probably guess who Aria ends up with. Um, but how they get there is very, very fun. Um, and there is a truly uh, amusing attempt by one of the other characters to make it a love triangle. Um, she's just 
so horrible she's delightful now you know how sometimes there's there are just the villain characters who are just so ridiculously awful that they're just a delight to read because you're just you know they need to be in a vaudeville cape and hat with a little twirly mustache um <laughs> so it's uh it's a really really fun read um as always with Kimberly's books um you couldn't pull the faith out if you wanted to um and it's just it always I always find it very refreshing to read Kimberly's books I look forward to them when they're coming out and this was no exception it was very very good highly recommended so it uh, one of these days it's going to hit the top <laughs> of my list but it isn't, it isn't there today yet Not there yet okay no it's probably because of all this re reading I have to do for, you know, that Story Chats podcast. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what have you been reading then, Valerie? Oh, Cooney, where you go? Because she's already getting twitchy. Yeah. Um, this one I just finished last night, actually. Yeah. Um, have you read anything by Rose Chandler Johnson? No. This is called Refuge at Pine Lake. And um, I, I, I read it with the intention of putting it in, in a different podcast, but, um, but I really wanted to talk about it here. So well, I'll do it go. here instead of the Georgia one. Uh -huh. um, I really enjoyed this story. And Honestly, when I looked Rose up afterwards, I was sad to see that this book was three years old and there wasn't a more recent one. Okay, oh, so that's how much I enjoyed the book. Wow. Um, we have Matt. He is a professor and author who um, whose wife passed away uh, in a car accident about four years ago, and he has been barely functioning on autopilot ever since. And his friend his best friend who works at the university with him in I think San Diego um sets up a sabbatical for him says he's not welcome to teach next term he is in fact going to Pine Lake Georgia and he will be staying at this house and <laughs> he is not to come back for six months That's so go away mm. yeah. um so so he does because apparently he doesn't have a job right now right um and he hasn't been writing so he's had several books out and and he hasn't been writing since his wife died so now we have robin she is the daughter of the owner of the the house and their family used to live here and then her father passed away and she and her mother moved to the city where she went to college and became a kindergarten teacher and now she's taking a year off from teaching because she is writing and illustrating a children's book so she has a studio where um, where she is making these whimsical artwork um, for her children's books. And I often don't really enjoy books about authors because, I don't know, I guess to me, it's just like, it's what work. we do. It's, it's, yeah. Other people really care, whatever. Um, but I really enjoyed this one. She pretends that she is um, part of the package that was paid for like she'll cook for him his breakfast and his dinners and um she'll take care of some of the maintenance and stuff and she just she lets him believe that he assumes it and she lets him believe that so uh, that comes out later on but she starts out fairly immature she wanted to go back to the lake house even though her mother had rented it out to this guy 
because she met a guy there that she wants to see if it's going to go somewhere and that guy is not Matt so it's it's not really um it's not really a love triangle at all but she is trying to make something happen with this other guy at the same time anyway this there's a lot more to the story there wasn't much that I didn't love and I would recommend that if you want to enjoy um a sabbatical of your own <laughs> at the lake in Georgia um, that you give this one a try. Refuge at Pine Lake. Excellent. Sounds good. That does sound fun. Sounds really fun. Narelle? Okay, well, I'm going to talk about A Seaside Wonder by Melissa Tagg. So this is the second oh. book in her Muir Harbour series. And I've talked about the, oh, which episode? In one of the episodes, episode 82, when we talked about the northeastern states mm -hmm. and Maine was included, I talked about Autumn by the Sea. Right. And so the whole, I'm not going to go over the setup too much because you can go back and listen to episode 82. So this one, I was really waiting for it to release. And then it turned up on NetGalley. And so I went and grabbed it on NetGalley. So thank you, Melissa Tag, for putting it on NetGalley. <laughs> um, and so it's a romantic mystery like the first one and I'm not gonna I, I mean you can read it as a standalone but probably in the way we've talked about with Tony Shiloh's books you're better off to read the In Search of a French first before you read To, to Win a Prince but this one I'd say read um or read the first book before you read A Seaside I, Wonder. I just want to interrupt to our our fans and listeners if Narelle says they need to be read in order yeah, then you know they need by to. golly you better yeah <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and I think it would be because I th and the reason is it relates to the for me I think it relates to the first chapter, and I think sometimes in a in a second book or a third book you can do something that's a little bit unusual and riskier with the first chapter in terms of engaging the reader, and so Indy this is Indy's story she was in the first book she had the boyfriend that. Um, Everyone was a bit unsure about whether he was going to be a winner and, and whether they were going to stay together in the first book. And so in the second book, the way the story opens is she's had an antique shop in Muir Harbour, opens a second one in Augusta, Maine, which I believe is a large is a larger city in Maine. I'm not that familiar with Maine, but I did look it up. And I think it's inland, it's not on the coast. And so she's got this antique shop that's not doing brilliantly well. And um, her... And the hero is a history professor who lives in town and his name is Philip. And he's been looking, he found this letter. He's had, he was raised by his grandfather who was quite an aloof, distant man who really didn't show him sort of a lot of love. He was really of his generation. But he found this letter that it's a love letter that his grandfather had written to Maggie Muir. And when he sees that this store is owned by Indy Muir, he wonders if they're related because he was is he's really curious about who this Maggie Muir is. Now, if you've read the first book in the series, you'll know all about Maggie and all about the history. And this is why I highly recommend you read these books in order because this will sort of throw you off a little bit if you don't know the history, whereas I was there with bells on completely. <laughs> so the meat cute. Interesting mental picture. 
Yes. So the meet cute in the first book I talked about at length has been fabulous. And this is another really interesting meet cute. And it had sort of elements that reminded me of Kara Isaac's Can't Help Falling. So Beth, what do you think happened if I say that? I'm going to play guessing game. I'm trying to remember Can't Help Falling is the uh, hiding in a wardrobe in a antique shop looking yeah. for a one, right? <laughs> yes, yes. So I mean, I went, yeah, that because I loved Can't Help Falling yeah. by Kara Isaac. And I'd love to see Kara Isaac write more books. So Kara, if you're listening, please write some more books just for me because I miss your Yes, just, but anyway, <laughs> I digress. So going back to this one, um, so Philip, he's very, um, he's socially awkward. He's a bit nerdy. He really doesn't want to be around people. If he can avoid going to a, a dinner party, he will, and he does. And so he happens into this book, into this antiques shop, and he hears this argument going on out the back. And what it is, is Indy and her fiance breaking up. And he's like, I'm really uncomfortable. I shouldn't be listening to this. This is their personal private business. What do I do? The bell's rung as I've walked in, but they haven't heard me. And so he sort of goes into this social paralysis and then he hears they start to come out and there's this wardrobe oh, no. that happens to be near him. So he goes and hides in the wardrobe. <laughs> because, of course, that's what you do to fix your situation. As, as you do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you want right. to disappear. So he yeah. went and hid in the wardrobe. And, of course, she discovers that he hid in the wardrobe. And so it has that sort of Narnia thing. And I will admit, I loved Narnia when I was a kid. And when my sister drove me crazy, which was on a regular basis and nothing's really changed, I used too. to go and hide in the wardrobe and hope I could go to Narnia. <laughs> that was me when I was a little kid. I used to hide in the wardrobe. So I can totally relate to hiding in wardrobes. But if for a grown man, a large grown man to do that, it was hilarious. And so that sort of sets the tone for quirky and different. So I'm not going to say any more because I've taken up all this time talking about the meat really cute. But if you've read the first one, um, I had a little look at the reviews because I'm often interested to see how people perceive books. And a lot of the reviewers said that this one was better. Oh, and they didn't like the first one that much, but they liked this one better. So um, I'm really into this series and I'm so happy to hear there's a third book. So I really enjoyed it. I'm going to have to suck it up and buy these. They're traditionally <laughs> published. And so I my, my wallet cries a little bit when I look at them, but I'm going to just have to suck it up. They sound so good. They're indie. They're indie they? published. So oh. you wouldn't know it because she's releasing them the way you would release a traditionally yeah. published book. So they're a bit pricier. She's pricing them the way you would traditionally publish them. <laughs> as you do. As we do, yeah. I mean, and then I, long. I dream yeah. of being able to charge traditional publishing prices, right? So. <laughs> but I oh. enjoyed it. So, okay. as I said, I'm a big fan of this series. All right. I'm going to keep my, maybe if, if they're indie, maybe they'll go on sale. Maybe she'll do a little sale and I can get them cheaper. <laughs> yeah, the first one has been on sale. Before. Has it been? I probably missed it. Yeah. Earn it. Maybe when book three comes out, book one will be on sale. Yes. I'll just, yeah. But I'm going to, that sounds so fun. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to read it. And if, like Valerie said, if Narelle says you have to read both of them, I'm going to have to read both of them. <laughs> so. Well, it's, I mean, I, I just don't want to, yeah. the, the problem when you talk about a book two is that if someone hasn't read book one and book two only came out in early October, so it's pretty new. So a lot of people wouldn't have read it. That's why I'm not saying much. Yeah. 
because you, well, I really don't want to spoil it. And if it's romantic mystery, like the, you know, you can't say as much because of the mystery is, yeah. is a big part of the plot as opposed to, to yeah. Spoil that yeah. Part. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with romance, we all know the guy and the girl get together. That's that's yes. the point. <laughs> I know. Spoiler alert. Oh, right? it's, yeah, it's I didn't know spoiler. that. <laughs> um, so, but with a mystery, an actual honest to goodness mystery plot line, like you can't spoil that. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. We're not going to spoil it to you today. <laughs> so my next one is um, is actually two. I'm putting them together because, well, they're books two and three. As, as you do. As I do. It's, I finished a series. So I'm including both of them. Uh, when we did North Carolina, I read um, Hope Toller Doherty's forever home I think is what it was called and um so I enjoyed that so much I wanted to read the other two books in the series which are a Hatteras surprise and forever home and uh I was about two pages into a Hatteras surprise when I was like I have read this before um because and, and I had I kept reading and I'm like I where have I read this because I know I have read this but I didn't recognize the cover at all when I grabbed it in Kindle Unlimited and it was in um, a collection from uh, with the the snow. It's the light blue cover with the snowman made out of sand sand snowman. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Press. It's um, Amy English has a book in it, and Hope Toller Doherty. And I've totally blanked on the name, and I didn't write it down. So um, I'll put that on there. It's it's like seashells and christmas dreams or something it's it's a christmas at the beach collection okay um anyway so i um but it's still it was good it was good enough i read it the second time i'm like well i already checked it out i might as well finish reading it (laughs) yeah um and that one was fun because it um the hero had vacationed at the beach on cape hatteras with his family as a child and the girl was a local and they had run around all summer um, together and then totally lost touch primarily because uh, she had a um, regional accent, a fairly heavy regional accent that she had overheard them not mocking, but like trying to affect. Um, And they weren't doing it in a mean-spirited way, but she assumed they were. So when they left and they came to say goodbye, she hid. Um, And so now years later she's still carrying the hurt from this and she's actually gone to college to become like a speech pathologist to get rid of this accent and this sort of thing um and so when they when you know she recognizes him right off and is like oh my goodness you know of all the gin joints in all the world kind of thing you know um that's not a gin joint she works at like a bakery but um (laughs) um so uh but he, it takes him a lot longer to piece together that this is this girl that he's had this low level, like childhood crush on for years. So it's, it's adorable. Um, and then the second one forever home is, um, trying to remember, I can't remember their names. Anyway, it's the other brother because the first one that I read for North Carolina is the sister. And then this is one of the brothers, and then the next one is the other brother. And um, basically, it's just really fun to see the whole family and um, the Charlotte. I Well, I mean, this was Cape, was Hatteras for the 
beach one, obviously, but then they're back in North Carolina in Charlotte um, for that, the other one, and just really fun and well-written and just, um, just a joy. Nice. Light, light and, mm. and fun. Um, still faith elements, not, not heavy handed, um, not huge, but there. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. It's my turn. It's your turn. <laughs> um, the second one I want to talk about is Beach Dreams by Trish Perry. Mm -hmm. So this is, um, there's a lot of faith element in this one, just like starting right there. The um, heroine, Tiffany, uh, is a brand new Christian and she had uh, a reputation, a well-deserved reputation prior. Now she has left, um, she was in living in Virginia and she went home when her mother was sick and she spent quite a lot of time um, there. Her mother passed away. She was there for her dad. She spent so much time away that when she gets back to work, she finds out she doesn't actually have a job. They're gonna see if they can work her back in, but uh, she's a personal trainer and they've given all her clients to somebody else. Um, so she's a, a baby Christian trying to figure out appropriate dating. Okay. Um, she meets this guy, Jeremy, he's British and she falls for his accent and she thinks he's kind of cute too. And then she finds out he's taken and he's not a Christian. So there's a, all these things and she's like, nope, nope, nope. But she keeps running into him and he's just so charming and she loves his accent. And then she goes, no, but that's not appropriate, right? Okay, so she's in this little spin. So in order to get her mind off of Jeremy, she accepts a friend's offer for her and her dad to spend time at a beach house in San Diego that her friend had been to recently. Um, and there was some kind of a mix up about who was paying for what and it, it turns out that it was paid for and she's like, okay, well, that was really nice. I think her friend's name is Kara. And she's like, well, that's really nice of, you know, that that you did that and and Kara's busy and she doesn't really quite answer and um and she winds up in San Diego and Jeremy's girlfriend um is there and she thinks the beach house is hers that Jeremy booked it for her and Tiffany is like well we could you know like there's lots of bedrooms we could share, uh, you know, like, I don't know. And, her, and the friend is like, well, I have friends in the area. I'll, I'll just go stay with them. And she's really snippy and rude. Um, so the, the setup for that is, is pretty funny. And then after a while, she's like, there's something really not right going on here. And she contacts a friend who contacts Jeremy and Jeremy flies out to San Diego to figure it out. And it's a whole big thing. Um, but the, it's, there's a lot of funny moments in it. Uh, and yet that whole underlying thing of uh, how to date appropriately when you're in your person <laughs> and, and her background keeps like shoving its nose up there and, and her, her dad is like trying to figure that part out and stuff. So it is, it is really very cute and it is a beachy kind of romance in the end because most of it takes place in California, but um, recommend. Cool. I've read this book. You just reminded me. Is this a sequel? Kara's <laughs> the personal trainer. Is it? Yeah. I yeah. have. Did I talk? I talked. The guy I'm not dating. Is that? Uh, I think might be the first. I do not actually know because I didn't read them in order because I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I win for a change. 
I just picked this one up. I can't remember how it crossed my radar, um, but I really enjoyed it. So yeah, I read those books. Kara is buried in this one. So yeah. it does stand to yes. reason that, that the previous book in the series may have been hers. Are you looking it up, Beth? I am. I am. I really enjoyed these books and I probably read them like maybe eight, ten years book, ago. It's it could three. be that it's been a while. I didn't look at the date on it. It is but book, it new three. Three. book three Pardon? in four book series. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, I've so, read this. I've read at least some of the books. assure everyone that you can <laughs> read it as a standalone. Well, yes. it looks like the first two books were written by Sally John, and then Trish wrote books three and four. Okay. I'm wondering if it might not be a case where she had, um, where they were traditionally published and then she got the rights back. Yes, I that's wondering. what happened. Because when I looked up the one, because for the personal trainer one, I, I remember talking about it, the episode we did on, I think we might have done it with Laurie Larson maybe yeah, at the we, end of yeah. 2021 after yeah, I think it was the end of December episode on personal trainers and mm -hmm. fitness in CCR yes. and I remember looking that one up because I had the print copy and it had got and she got her rights back and she'd republished it there we go yeah there you go. The history of that book anyways but go. it's a great series I, I agree with everything that Valerie said okay cool and Goodreads filled it in all this all the missing <laughs> excellent we love goodreads they have the history on everything yes cover history every yep. history yeah cool very cool all right well that um that sort of gets us to a good staffing point and norelle you said you just had the one today yes i only have one so but we can always just we we could talk about a 10 books in this episode yeah. each. yeah <laughs> no that's fine i mean i read more books than that but um but those are the two that are most memorable to me in the last few weeks so I'll, I'll stick with those excellent well we would love to know what you've been reading uh lately leave us a comment on the youtube channel or on our facebook page and um if you're over there on youtube don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode we will look forward to seeing you again next week in the meantime don't forget to fall in love with a good book bye 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 everyone